Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. Each week, we're going to cover a new topic and we're going to pop open a new bottle of wine. And this week, Natalie, is uh, it's pretty special because it it's is... a special day. Yeah. If you guys live under a freaking rock, today is election day. It's election day in the United States. In the United States. And so our topic that we're actually going to be talking about is what can the president actually do? Like... Yeah. Literally, what can he do? Some people think that he can do everything. Some people say, oh, he's really not in charge of anything. We're going to talk about what can he actually do? Yeah, we're going to break down what the president's official job description is, what the president, like we said, can actually do, and what he can't do. We're going to answer the question, can America become a dictatorship? Because... I truly we're thought, all wondering. I thought we might be in one currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also going to talk about some presidents that you've never heard of. It's or some gonna, like little fun facts. We have some fun facts. I love a presidential fun fact. We have some really good ones we have some great too ones. this time. So before we get into it, Natalie, we have got to drink wine because it is election day. It's and election I am stressed. <laughs> I'm very stressed. Um, we are drinking the premonition of love rosé it does not have a year on it however it is a new it just came out this year so i'm please describe for our listeners what the bottle looks like because it's pretty epic and legendary is sick so i'm just gonna preface this you guys probably already know i don't like rosé so i've never tried this i hope i love it but if i don't i will say the bottle alone is is worth worth buying it it has, first of all, bright pink rosé. Bright pink. Bright pink. I would love to like dye my hair that color. So fun. You it's, have dyed your hair that color. I have dyed my hair this color. Um, there's a jaguar on the on the front who's growling. It's very 80s. It's a very 80s looking It looks bottle. like you, Natalie. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, I'm a big cat person. There's also um, some Chinese characters on it, some lettering. We're going to go ahead and give it a pour. And we're going to see we'll rate this we'll rate this guy at the end, but uh it was recommended to drink it chilled. Okay, we have it chilled. The colder the better. Oh, oh my gosh. If you heard that, that was the twist top. It's a twist top. We love a twist top wine. Love. You know we do. Well, Natalie, cheers to election day obviously we are recording this before we know the results we don't know what's happening we don't know what's happening we don't so we are stressed so we're gonna cheers to uncertainty uncertainty (laughs) clink um but by the way just if you guys are listening to this and you haven't voted literally turn the podcast off go and go vote go vote right now with a mask on put your mask on stand six feet away from people you this one is if you're not voting in this one, you can simply <laughs> unfollow me. <laughs> Please don't. But you but, know what I mean. I mean, and also you can go back and listen to episode eight where we talk about voter suppression. And like literally if you have the opportunity to vote, it is so important. But I digress because we're not talking about, we're not really talking about the election today. We're not. We're Because you know what? We're going to focus on the presidency. On the presidency, on the job, and not on the current 
mayhem going on in the country in the mayhem (laughs) i mean you remember 2016 i know we thought we thought 2016 was crazy (laughs) little did we know the next four years what were you doing during 2016 i where were you i was in napa Mm -hmm. i was in saint helena i was at my house a bunch of my girlfriends came over we also had a local election so we were re-electing like the mayor and all that my mom went to some party. We had a little party at my house. Remember parties? Oh, TPT. TPT to parties. When I you could just parties. gather with a bunch of people. Wow. Those are the days. Um, so yeah, we had a little party and I just remember. Slowly. Just slowly like, this is crazy. And then, <laughs> what? What? Uh, no. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the whole night. And then at the end of the night, I just cried. Me too. Just cried. I cried myself to sleep. Cried myself to sleep. And then the next morning, I will never forget this. I think there's kind of this moment where it's like everybody will remember where they were mm-hmm. at this time. And the next day, I'll never forget, I went to a spin class because I thought, I just need to get my mind off of stuff. And there was a lady in the parking lot just in her car sobbing. Aww. And I was like, yeah, that's about, that's about, it was just the about- whole energy was Weird. was weird. Well, that was when I was working at Ogilvy & Mather, the advertising firm. And so I went to work the next day and they were so sweet. They had hired a band to play at like, I'm not kidding, in the offices. Like, Oh, I forgot. That place was lit. Yeah, I had a really great job back in the day. <laughs> Why did I like, ever leave you it? You would like send me videos. I'm like, that is not a workplace. That oh, is a party. Yeah. No. So they hired a band to come in and not like a, it was like this really cool, like, um, uh, like jazz, like not grassroots. What's it called? Blue jazz. Like kind of just like. Blue, bluegrass. Bluegrass. Like kind of like, maybe not bluegrass. Bluegrass. I don't know what it was. This yeah. really, really dope band came in and like played music and like everyone was kind of just like holding each other's hand. Mind you, I'm at work. And it was like, <laughs> it was really, really beautiful. So. Wasn't it? actually like a it was actually a well-known band it's a really well, well-known like band nathaniel and the somebody yeah and the trombones or something yeah like it's that. a really cool band and i can't even think of the name of it i actually will remember this later and let's put it in the show notes in they're the a show great notes. band they're actually a really good band. they're a really good band and they played um they lulled me into just non-panic which was really nice <sighs> during 2016 but here we are four years later and we're doing it all over again. And because and what's, we're- what's lulling us out of our panic? Wine. This rosé. This rosé. This yes. rosé. And so let's just let's just get into it. So today, as we know, is the election. We didn't want to focus on the outcomes so much because it's stressful, as it we said. Stressful. But we wanted to focus on the job. So if you want to be tuned in, but you want to avoid the news. This is a great episode a great to listen episode to. great episode to just- Pop your little headphones on and tune the world out for a sec. Yeah. And you know what was funny? (laughs) The reason we're doing this is because I felt like we weren't really super clear as to like, what is the, what's the job description of the president? Like, what are they even supposed to do? Not. Because they don't have all power, you know? Right. So it's like, but what's the specific? Exactly. Or she, as I should start manifesting. Yeah. She. She isn't the queen. No. And I think you learn a lot about like American history in eighth grade, mm-hmm. but like how much do you actually remember about our government and how it works and like all that, like checks and balances, the fuck? Yeah. Executive. What the? What is an executive order? Because there's a lot of them happening. Don't know what it is I fully. I mean, like I sort of know, but also I don't know. 
Exactly. And then so we got to clear that shit up. I had I had the question as can and slash is America a dictatorship? We're going to answer it. We're, we we did it our ever research. Become that all of the above. <laughs> so if you are, you know, just buckle up for this little what can the president do episode? What can he do? And we're going to wrap it up with some fun. So we're going to keep we it have light. some fun stuff. We've got fun stuff. We're going to keep it light. So let's go into what is the president's official title? And according to the White House.gov, we always hit a dot gov. We always hit a dot we gov. We do not a .org. you guys. We've never done a dot com, I don't think. We always Very go few. for it. We go for those, you know, those top websites. According to them, the president is both the head of state, which is basically just the symbolic head of government, mm. the symbol, and commander in chief to the armed forces. The president is responsible for implementing and enforcing the laws written by Congress and to that end appoints the heads of the federal agencies, including the cabinet. And the cabinet, for anybody who needs a refresher, is the independent federal agencies that are responsible for day-to-day enforcement and administration of federal laws. So this is stuff like the Department of Defense, the Environmental Protection Agency, I don't even know if we have that anymore. We do. We, we It got way rolled back, though. Oh, 100%. It got way rolled back. Social Security Administration, the CIA, Central Intelligence Agency. Agency. So all these sort of agencies and administrations, that's part of the cabinet, and the president has control over that. Gotcha. And so the, the qualifications, just so- Yes, what are the qualifications? Oh. Like, let's say I want to be president. Tell me well, what I got to do. Well, not you can't. Because you're not 35. Shit. Yeah. So you must. (laughs) News to me. (laughs) You must be 35 years of age, be a natural born citizen, and must have lived in the United States for at least 14 years. And I feel like it's like if you were a natural born citizen, but then you never lived here. Right. Like you were born here, but then you moved to the good old United Kingdom. The United Kingdom. (laughs) And you, you know, you're from the UK. But yeah, you have to have lived in the United States for at least 14 years. I wonder why 14. Who knows? I don't know. That we didn't look that up. You know what I also (laughs) didn't look up that I just considered? What? I wonder if Puerto Rico counts. Probably. Because they vote in our elections, I believe. They believe Puerto Rico lived votes in the- in the United States. Is Puerto Rico- No, but- It's a territory of us, right? Well, I'm saying if you were born in Puerto Rico, are you a natural born citizen? Yeah. But- I, I don't know that. We'll have to look. I don't know either. I'm truly- well, Curious. Again, are we experts, Corinne? No. No, we're not. not. We said that in the beginning. We said that. We God said that it. 12 episodes ago. <laughs> All right. Um, here's a little fun fact. So John F. Kennedy- was actually our youngest president at age 43. Okay. He was elected president at age 43. Theodore Roosevelt succeeded to the office at age 42 after President William McKinley was assassinated. So technically, Theodore Roosevelt was our youngest, but he wasn't the youngest elected. That was JFK, who was later assassinated as well. Wow. Interesting. What a crazy twist and turn. I know. I know. I thought Obama was the youngest, but he's not. He just... Looked. He just looked foyer. Yeah, he just looked good. Um, <laughs> we digress. We digress. Um, but I, I something else that I also thought was really interesting is 
what's the president's pay? Like how much does he get paid? What's their salary? Yeah. Um, So technically the president is paid $400,000 a year, but they usually kind of just like donate it. And they're normally like pretty well off. So I I don't think they need it. Well, because they don't have to pay for it. They don't pay. I doubt they pay for like food. Don't taxpayers pay for everything basically? Yeah, they do. They do. And like also like transportation on Air Force One, comped. Marine One, comped. Comped. So um, Secret Service, Comped. comped. Everything. Everything's comp. They're Every- housing. Everything. They live in that I big wonder, old house. I wonder, like, dresses, though. Like, you know how they're always, like, hating on the first ladies who are like, that dress, like, are we, yeah. do they, oh, I guess taxpayers pay for that, too. I wonder if, I don't, maybe they don't pay for anything. I don't know. You know what? I bet people dress, like, I bet, Tom, you know, Tom Ford, I think, like, to dress Michelle Obama or Christian Seriano or whatever. I bet they are honored to make them a dress. Yeah, why would you, know you ever I mean? like charge? I'm not gonna charge Michelle Obama to make her a gorgeous gown. Absolutely not. It'd Michelle be Obama, honor. if you're listening to this, I will give you all of my jewelry <laughs> for free for as long as you. <laughs> Everything want. I have and own is yours. <laughs> do you want my house? Do you want my dog? What do you want? I'll give it to you. <laughs> so yeah, that's just a little bit about the job description. What are the qualifications and the president's pay? And that they actually get. Paid a they salary. do get paid a salary. So let's talk about what they can't do. Which they, actually makes me feel better. Makes me feel a what little bit better. What can't the president what do? What can't they do? Because let's be clear. The president does not have total authority, despite what <clears throat> somebody. Somebody had said um, the president has total authority. And uh, they don't. Because they, this is a list of things they can't do. Here's a list of shit they can't do. They cannot make laws. Nope. Can't do that themselves. This I actually didn't know this. I was a little shook by this. They can't declare war. Yeah, that they is, themselves cannot declare. That's war. really surprising. Who does declare war? I think it's got to be a big combo effort. But who actually states the declaration? Guess I don't that, know. Not the know. president. They cannot decide how federal money will be spent. They cannot interpret laws. Mm. They cannot. Well, but they do anyways. But they do anyways. They take laws that were written or. A hundred years ago. A hundred years ago. Interpret them incorrectly. But yeah, okay. They can't do that though. Right? They can't. They can't choose cabinet members or Supreme Court justices without Senate approval. Mm. And this is where things have gotten a little doicy. A little sticky. A little sticky in the past few years. Because with a little DJT mm-hmm. in office, his cabinet members and Supreme Court picks, they tend to get approved despite public outcry. If we all remember the Kavanaugh Supreme Court appointment, uh, yeah. which was insane, right. by the way. But that couldn't happen unless the Senate also approved. And right now the Senate has a Republican majority. We've got a Republican president. They all agreed. It went through. They can't tell governors what to do mm-hmm. of their states. Yeah, like like Newsom. We we live in California, yeah. and so Newsom has done a lot of things where he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Not doing it. Not yeah. happening." And then we'll also Trump will say shit to Newsom like, "Oh, you gotta because he, he really doesn't have control over Newsom." Mm-hmm. Um, he also does not have the ability to repeal any amendment of the Constitution, so he can't be like, you know what. This whole right to bear arms thing, no thanks. Yeah, and I think that is 
like people like candidates use that like it the other candidate they're going to take away your right to bear arms they're going to yeah. take away like no the president actually, they actually can't, can't they can't do that no like all that stuff that's written in the constitution is protected mm-hmm. so if your marketing strategy is that your opponent is going to take these fundamental rights away from you they literally can't so right just, exactly just so you guys are aware yes they can't it's a lot of like – it's it's a lot of it's symbolic, mm. you know. And he's – the president, he or hopefully she one We're gonna day. We're going to say she. She soon mm-hmm. enough. They are a voice for the people. You know <laughs> what I mean? They're supposed to represent their country. Right. Scary. So it's a little scary. Scary. Um, okay, but we, well, we will acknowledge the president can do – He obviously can do shit. He can do some things. Yeah. And so these are the things that he can do. He can make treaties with the approval of the Senate. So, you know, like agreements between us and other countries. Mm-hmm. Trump's done a lot of treaties, actually. Um, he did one with uh, the can- Canada and Mexico and, and different ones. So they can do that. They can veto bills. Mm-hmm. They can also sign bills. Um, they can represent our nation in talks with foreign countries, mm-hmm. i.e. the Paris Agreement, which, you know, <coughs> <coughs> we left. Okay. Okay. Uh, They can enforce the laws that Congress passes. They can call troops to protect our nation against an attack. So not declaring war, but if we're being attacked, Mm -hmm. they commander in chief, right? He's the commander in chief of of the armed forces. So he can call troops to protect us. Mm -hmm. He can make suggestions about things that should be new laws. You know, they can suggest it and uh, lead his political party. As well as, or shall I say she, um, she can entertain foreign guests and leaders, little parties. Mm -hmm. She can grant pardons. She can nominate cabinet members and Supreme Court justices and other high officials, which we've seen and talked about with the approval of- has to be approved, but they can, with approval, they can do it. Absolutely. So, dictatorship. The big D word. When we- (laughs) The big D. The big D. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> well, you know, when we were researching this episode, I asked you, I was like, can we? Can, can this actually can this happen? Be, can this happen? Because it feels like it is. It feels like it. But there are things called checks and balances, as you recall from eighth grade. Shout out to Terry Mesmer. Who was your history teacher in eighth grade? Oh, my God. I, I can't remember. I, th- oh, I think it was Mr. G, Mr. Greenwald. Hey. Shout out to him, if it was him. We don't know. So... With the checks and balances in place, which are the branches of government, legislative, executive, judicial, they're all there to avoid a descent into dictatorship. However, what we're currently facing and why it feels as if maybe we're slipping into one is because the current elected officials in the Senate and the Supreme Court, which make up the legislative and the judicial branch, as well as the top head honcho in the executive branch, mm-hmm. aka the president, they're all conservative majorities, meaning there's kind of a lack of checks and balances. Right. So there's not really like two parties that are no. checking each other. It's just like kind of one party that's just having a having a bit of a field day. Having a field day, there's also a lot of, you know, illegal activity <laughs> right. with in with the people that are running it. Which has led us to this point where we're all like, oh, shit, this is not good. This is not good. But can we actually descend into a dictatorship? Hopefully not. Probably not. Also, there's this big question mark if Trump, because again, we don't know. This is all 
coming up. If he decides not to leave office, right? What happens? We'll see. What we'll happens? see today? We'll see. We'll see today. Tonight, Tonight. if he's like, no, you know. I refuse this because he's hinted that he's going to refuse the to concede. Yeah, so I don't know what happens, but we we couldn't research that far because it's never happened in American. It history. has not <laughs> happened yet, and hopefully, with the checks and balances in place, it will not because that is why they're there. Yes. So let's hope that they that they that they work out for us. <laughs> so um, another question that I think I brought up at the top that I was curious about mm-hmm. with the presidency are executive orders we hear about them all the time actually most presidents have like a couple hundred yeah there's lots of during them. their presidency obama signed a bunch yeah, everybody signed a ton obama had like 200 and something I, mm-hmm. I researched it um so yeah they're they're really common and i just wanted to kind of define it really quick in case anyone didn't really know what it was um so an executive order is a directive from the president that has the same power as federal law so Congress may try to overturn an, an executive order by passing a bill that blocks it, but then the president can veto that bill, and then the Congress Congress would then need to override that veto to pass the bill, and then also the Supreme Court can declare an executive order unconstitutional. So it's not like the president can just like sign executive orders and then like- And like have it be done. And no. Like there are, again, those checks and balances. Congress mm-hmm. can interfere- um, so can the Supreme Court. And so it is a way for the president to kind of make these. It's uh, like a power move. It's a power but move. But only if the rest of the Basically, the president's kind of... not getting what he wants. Right, right, right. One more question that I had, because it is sort of unclear, is impeachments. Yeah. Because, you know, also in eighth grade when they're like, hey, impeachments mean we kick the president out. That's what I thought it was. That's what I it's thought not. it was. That's really not what it is because we have had a few presidents be impeached, which I'll get into in one second. But let me just go ahead and define it. You know we love a definition. I love a definition on this show. Oh, we love it. So impeachments is when a federal official commits a crime or otherwise acts improperly. The House of Representatives may impeach, aka formally charge, that official. If the official subsequently is convicted in a Senate impeachment trial, then he's removed from office. Gotcha. So the impeachment doesn't mean removed from office. It just means that we're charging you. Yeah. It means you committed this crime. You committed it. We are recognizing that you are, you suck. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that they're removed. For example. They have to be convicted. They have to be convicted by the Senate. It's more of the trial. The impeachment is the trial. Yes. So only three U.S. presidents have been formally impeached. Mm. AKA. Formally charged. Charged by Congress. That is Andrew Johnson, Bill Clinton, and DJT, Donald J. Trump. So far, none of them have actually been removed through impeachment. However, Nixon was being threatened with impeachment and before that could even happen, he was like, peace out, Girl Scouts. Literally, he did that. Remember on the plane with the little peace signs? He's like, I quit. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like I feel like if a president is feeling like confident that they'll be found guilty, they'll probably just leave office yes, before. Nixon. He's like, fuck. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. With DJT, again, the Senate fully conservative basically you know what i mean mm-hmm. so he was never going to be removed yeah so i think that's why he felt more confident about that, that yeah makes he sense. wasn't going to resign he was never going to resign but you know what he still has an impeachment 
on his record. He does have it on his record for sure. There's that. Okay, so that was us kind of figuring out what the president's job is and all the different intricacies of that. But I thought it would be really, really fun if we kind of went through some presidents that you've never heard of, such some facts about them you've never heard of, because it's just fun. It's fun. I love fun facts. I do love fun facts. And I love history. I really do. I, oh my God, what I would give to go back to DC. Well, DC, but like, history class like back in high school i was like rolling my eyes like learning about like mesopotamia i would literally <laughs> pay money to learn about I it know. there's actually this kind of legendary story in eighth grade history my friend desi was next to me and my i was asleep with my eyes open <laughs> asleep and she always brings she's like remember that time you were actually asleep with your eyes open i'm like yep yeah american history i know sorry terry mesmer <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to get into some presidents you maybe you've never heard of or don't know any facts about. And president number one is President Martin Van Buren. He is the eighth president. He was elected in 1837. And he is the first president to actually be American-born. So I wonder when they changed the rule. No, 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 it's not the rule. It's that up to that point, we we, we had just started our country, so everyone had been already born in, in England. Oh, you're saying, but... W- I wonder uh, yeah. when they made the eligibility rule, you have to be born in America. Probably after Van Buren. Yeah, we should look that up. But yeah, isn't that so interesting that our first seven presidents were actually not born in America? They and also all- 1837 was not that I was going to say it's not, it's not that, that long ago. It feels like ago. yesterday. <laughs> I feel like we also tend to forget that America is a baby. We're, yeah. A baby. One of the youngest countries. Yeah. If not the youngest. You like go over to uh, England or whatever and there's they things from real 1400. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the next president is William Henry Harrison. He was the ninth president. He was elected in 1841. This motherfucker gave the longest inauguration speech ever, over 90 minutes long, on a wet, cold day. Okay? How do you think that ended? Not well. Not well. He fell very ill right after, and then he died 33 days into his presidency. Honestly, that's what he gets for letting people stand out there in the cold for For 90 90 minutes. minutes. He doesn't get that. I feel bad. But, but... Way to, way to start your uh, presidency off the bang. Back in 1841, <laughs> no coming cold, that was going <laughs> to wipe you right out. Yeah. Hey, who's our next one? Okay, so our next one is President Millard Fillmore. He's 13th president. And kind of a little scandalous. Ooh. Fillmore, President Fillmore, married his school teacher. <gasps> mm. Wait, didn't Justin Trudeau do that? Did he? I'm pretty sure he married his school teacher. Oh, scandal. Yeah, big scandal. Okay. Well, President Fillmore was the OG scandal. Mm-hmm. and But kind of, that was really it for him. Other than that, <laughs> which is really sad, Aww. most historians don't really have much to say about him. Even the White House website calls him, quote, an uninspiring man. Oh. Ouch. You know what makes me, that makes me wonder who was running against him who was less inspiring. That's even that's Damn. that's that's true. So Oof. poor President Fillmore Millard. got got a Millard. Millard Millard Fillmore got busy with a school teacher and then was boring. And then was boring. As that shit. was the coolest thing he ever did. Damn. <laughs> well, our our next guy is Grover Cleveland. You've probably heard of him, yeah. But have you heard this wild fact? Upon the death of his law partner, 
Cleveland became the legal guardian to his friend's 11-year-old orphan daughter. Ten years later, you guys, they got married. Yikes. At the White House. Yikes. Making her the youngest first lady ever at the age of 21 and making him the Woody Allen of the 19th century. Yikes. Yikes. President Cleveland, yikes. You adopt your daughter and then you marry her. Uh. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's, I mean, it's Woody Allen. Yes, it is what Woody Allen did. Gross. Super gross. So yeah, that's just not that fun of a fact. Not but it is fun, a fact. but it's wild. Okay, so our next <laughs> our next president is President Woodrow Wilson, the 20th president. And in in 1990, not 1990. 1990. <laughs> you got yourself in, a time machine. In 1919. 19. Incredible stress led Wilson to experience a series of strokes. He was left partially paralyzed and almost a descendant of Pocahontas. I mean, who would have known? Yeah, he, Not me. He relied on her for help, leading to her nickname as President Tress. So she was kind she kind of was like the first yes. female president because this dude was so fucking stressed out. He got all these strokes. He was paralyzed. I feel like I'm on the verge any day now. I'm gonna have a series of strokes. You're gonna and be pull paralyzed. a Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to have Joe prop you up in bed and sign things for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so she was a descendant of Pocahontas and was considered President Tress. Oh wow, love she that for her. Really, I love that for her. You know what I do truly believe? Mo- I think most first, first ladies, ladies did everything. I think most first ladies have a lot more power than you think. Oh, for sure. Like, I think Michelle Obama was in the... I th- she might have actually been the president. She probably was. Probably That's was. why she doesn't want to run, because she's like, I already did that She's like, I did once. that for two terms, you guys. <laughs> and I raised two beautiful daughters. Who are thriving. Thriving. Love them. Mm. All right, our last presidente that we're going to talk about is Gerald Ford. He was the 38th president, but before his presidency, get this, you guys, he worked as a male model mm. in his 20s, and and we're going to put this on the Instagram, he was featured on the cover of Cosmo magazine in 1942. Wow. Yeah. He's making out with his girlfriend on the cover. It's kind of scandalous. It's, a, it's There's a lot of these presidential. They're so, I mean, we didn't even get into the scandals. These aren't even like real scandal scandals, but these are just like juicy tidbits. Gerald Ford, the male model. The male model. Turned 28th, 38th president. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so this will be on our Instagram if you want to see this kind of steamy photo of him on Cosmo. It's actually a cool picture, too. It's really cool. Because it's like that 40s style where it's it's actually sort of like a painting. It looked like it was a painting, kind of of vibe. It would be a cool poster. That's what it looks like it is. It looks like a poster. Mm-hmm. But he was he was a looker. He was a looker. And then he the became day. the president. What a great life. What a great life, Gerald Ford. Okay, so to wrap up everything, we hope that you understand a little bit more about the presidency, what the president's official job title is, what he can and can't do, and hopefully you can rest assured that we won't become a dictatorship no matter what happens tonight. You know, just have There's that piece always of checks and balances. Mind. And hopefully you learn a little interesting fact or two that you can whip out at a party. Yes. Did you know 
President Gerald Ford was a male model. I was a male model. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I love a presidential fun fact. I love a fun fact. So if you guys have any more questions, you can feel free to DM us at Am I Doing This Right Pod or email us at Am I Doing This Right Pod at Gmail or visit our brand new website, Am I Doing This Right Pod dot dot com. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast. It's super easy. You just click right there click the little five stores. five stores please 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 it really helps the podcast grow yes so we would love if you would do that for us and shall good. we circle back well, well good luck tonight oh, good luck tonight oh my gosh and we're here in spirit we're we're yes. here for you guys i know excited. it's, it's a, take and please take care of yours i'm sh- you know most people are probably listening to this maybe in the morning please take care of yourself today take care of your mental health it's if you if you need to take a little relax do, or a, sip on this rosé that we're this, drinking right now. Go pick it up. Great transition, Corinne. Thank you. Wow, you are a professional. You. Yes, so go pick up this bottle, Premonition of Love Rosé. Shall we rate it? We are going to rate it, and let's introduce our hottie of the week first. As we were saying, she for president. She. Because we're hoping maybe one day this is our future president. It is AOC. A-O-C. I'm going to say your name. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Did I say it right? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's our hottie of the week because we love her. We love the red lip. If you didn't watch Knock Down the House, you should because watch it on you Netflix. will be hysterical. Sometimes people say that I look like her on Instagram and it literally makes my life. Corinne and I had a meeting the other day and I looked like a piece of shit. I put on a red lip because of AOC. And you I did not look better. like a piece of shit. Before my red li- <laughs> before my red lip, I did. And I put it on and I thought, hey. If AOC, I mean, it really threw my whole vibe together. I felt powerful. I felt great. There's nothing a red lip can't do. True, truly. Besides sip on a glass without Besides, leaving us. Yeah, that's true. Leaving a stain. Leaving that's it. But anyway, so yeah, we're going to rate this. What, what's the wine? Say it one more time. Premonition of love. Rose, Rose. against AOC, which is. She's young. She's, she's fresh. She's young and fresh. She's powerful. She's powerful. She's not afraid to speak her mind. She's she doesn't take no shit from she's no She's relentless. Bitch. Yeah, she's great. We love her. What What are your thoughts on the rosé? Because you said you don't normally like rosé. You got okay. There's one rosé that I like, and I've mentioned it before. It's called Ambrose. This rosé is bomb. Wow. In my opinion. Okay. In my opinion. What do you think? I, I'm i with you where I don't love rosés normally. They're like this weird in-between that I don't normally like. If you look at my glass, I'm at the bottom of this. So I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I've, I think for me, I think one to AOC, I'd probably give it like a seven and a half for me. But what would okay. you give it? You're going to give it. I so this is maybe the first time that we've disagreed because I for a rose this is doing it for me. Okay, so you're gonna give it what? We can meet in the middle. Like an eight and a half. Let's give it an eight. Let's give it an eight. An eight to AOC. And it is we did chill it as mm-hmm. as directed directed and it is really good. Okay, we're gonna give it an eight. To AOC, AOC, hopefully our future president one day, maybe in the 2024 election. Because she Who will knows? have just qualified. Because she is the youngest person ever elected 
into the into that into, into Congress. Congress. Yeah, into Congress. Right? Is that right? She's yes. the youngest ever. She I was like twenty eight. She was twenty eight, which is scary because I'm twenty six and I have not done half the things that she has done. So, um, you just won an Emmy. Okay. Well, <laughs> but did I have hey. I changed the face of our nation? No. But you are incredible. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate it. That is our episode. We're going to go into our little wrap-up game, wrap game for the episode, which we are doing unpopular opinion. And, you know, some of you guys really like to vote on our polls when we put them in our Instagram stories. So if you want a fun vote today, we'll add our unpopular opinions into the Instagram Yes, that's votes. a fun vote for you it's to do. a fun do. vote. No consequences. None. Do you want to go first or should I? Well, I just want to preface this because I feel like when I say my unpopular opinion, people are going to come for me. Oh, I'm a little really? nervous for the safety of me and my family, to be honest. Oh, no. Because it is so unpopular, people are going to flip. But I doubt it, it. Here's my unpopular opinion. Let me hear it. And I feel bad because I'm in TV. I'm in movies. I can't get into Breaking Bad. Oh. I can't. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm scared for my safety. People are going to come for me on the internet. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. It's not, Natalie's panicking. I don't not like it. I've watched the pilot seven times and I've never gotten past it. That is what I'm saying. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying I haven't gotten past the pilot. I had to pound the rest of my wine just to process this information. But... I will say, I re I watched the pilot probably three times, and I was like, this isn't for me. Not for me. Then a year and a half ago, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try again. Cause it kept getting referenced. I thought, I'm just gonna try it again. I watched very diligently, no cell phone, nothing. Watched the first four. Hooked. Okay, so I need to do that. Because I've Hooked. never gotten past halfway through the second. I've never gotten past it. So I'm going to try. But am I nervous that I said that on, in you know, it's floating around the sphere now? I'm nervous. There I'm are, nervous. There, you know what, though? There are people. My I'm brother's nervous. girlfriend, she kept trying and she was like, this is too dark for me. I will say, preface, my therapist told me, I'm not allowed to watch scary things. Yeah. It's not scary <laughs> as much as it's just like, oh, that's a dead guy in a bathtub. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if my therapist would approve, but I am going to try again. I think you should try again. Because once you get into it, it's flawless. I know. It's one of the best shows of all time. Of all time. That and The Sopranos. I'm working on it. What is your unpopular opinion? Funny enough, my unpopular opinion is also television related. Wow, that's so funny because we both did food last time too. Oh, yeah. And we don't, we actually do not discuss these before. No, no, we want to surprise each other. Mine is an unpopular opinion. Again, I might get hate for this. Probably not as extreme. But I have watched, I shit you not, you guys, every episode of Friends at least 15 to 20 times. All 10 seats. I've seen it all, right? My favorite friend, and who I think is the best character on that show. You said Chandler. Is Ross. Oh, people like Ross? People hate Ross. Because of that whole Ross and Rachel thing? Well, no, I think people just don't like his. But in my opinion, mm. he is. The I best wonder character. what the most beloved 
friend's character is. Who is it? I bet it's Joey. Joey oh, or oh no, Rachel or uh, Phoebe. People love Phoebe, right? I love it. So here's my theory. I think that everybody starts out having one friend be their favorite. When I first started watching Friends when I was 12, Phoebe was my favorite. Monica has to be no one's favorite. She's got to be some people's favorite. But I don't think she, I think she's probably, Chandler's maybe the least favorite. I think Monica is least than, I think, I don't think Ross is that. I don't know. Let us, let us know. What do you, who's your favorite friend? Who's your favorite friend? Because I honestly would like to know, but I do think that people start out, they have one favorite friend, but I've made the argument before and I'll make it again, that when you watch it over and over and over, Ross has the most layers to his character. He's the most interesting to me. He -hmm. had a monkey. He was divorced three times. He's a paleontologist. Wow. Okay. All right, so that's my those, favorite friend. Those are our unpopular opinions. You can vote on them. Vote on them in our stories um, today. Sure. And happy election day. Hopefully you guys feel a little less stressed and know that we are going through this with you. We're all going and through it. check us out next week with a brand new episode. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.